welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Welcome back to the Career Mentor Program with Hunger for Success. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. And the next seven podcasts will be dedicated to helping you build a resume that stands out from the crowd. And the first series really talks today, actually talks about the hiring manager's perspective. So seldom do we think about the people on the other end receiving it, what they're going through, what they're looking at, what we're really focused on is, hey, I need a new job or I'm unemployed or underemployed and there's this anxiety and and really being desperate. I really need to connect with a new job. And we're really focused on ourselves. So I think it's helpful to understand the hiring manager's perspective. And we'll talk about a couple of different hiring managers and what those processes look like. The traditional hiring manager really is in the HR department. They're the people that get the instructions from the principals or directors of the organization. Either you're filling in a position that's been vacated, which means that work's not getting done, or you're filling a new position because that position is created because more work is coming. So there's a huge amount of pressure on that hiring manager to find the right person. And when they put that ad out on Indeed or a local organization called MaxList here in the Pacific Northwest, or ZipRecruiter, or Monster, or any of these big job boards, they get hundreds and hundreds of resumes that they have to spend their time going through just for one position. So if one position gets 300 resumes, if they have 10 positions they're recruiting for, that's 3,000 resumes that they have to look at. That's a lot. Most hiring managers experience that half of those resumes aren't even qualified. People will apply for these jobs without the qualifications, maybe without the education, and that's really frustrating for the hiring manager. And sometimes it gives, really taints their vision of what's possible, what's next. Sometimes they focus on that negative or lack of response and it really clouds their judgment for other responses. Not that all hiring managers are like that, but it definitely plays a role in their ability to do their job. And their job is very important because human capital is the most important part of any organization. So when they read a resume that's ambiguous or general or looks the same as other resumes, they're not quite sure how to evaluate it. They're not quite sure if it's going to be a fit or not. And they know they're limited in time They know they have to get three or four people in front of a manager and they don't have a lot of time to do it. So they'll go as quickly as possible. They'll always ask for referrals, people that work in the company that may know someone because that makes it easier, right? If you know someone or know somebody that knows someone, it brings them higher on the list because there's less unknown. And when hiring managers read these generic, ambiguous resumes of, well, here's my career summary, here's my ambiguous objective, here's a laundry list of of skills that I have or programs that I know, and 
here's a chronological list of every job I've ever had, it's really not telling that hiring manager enough. And that's why there's unfilled jobs throughout the United States, because hiring managers have a very tough time qualifying who will fit and who won't. And in fact, sometimes they don't have the resources or the time to do it. So it makes it very difficult. And our approach, what we've learned from hiring managers across the country, what we've learned from published research, is that if we can create marketing tools like a resume that's very specific, that's engaging, that really speaks about the person's individual qualities, not just their general duties or their ambiguous goals, that hiring managers take a closer look at that. It's a little easier to read. It's a little easier to identify. The other type of hiring manager, and they're really not hiring managers, is you have a significant amount of recruiters working to collect resumes and help companies find jobs. Some companies say, look, we've tried to have HR hire people. It's very difficult. It's very expensive. So we're going to pay a recruiter to do that for us. And that's fairly common. Um, and recruiters typically want to fill their databases with resumes. Um, if you have a recruiter that you pay, um, you're paying them to really represent you like an agent, which is great. But most people don't have extra money when they're looking for work. So they go to recruiters and there's lots of national and local recruiters where they don't have to pay them because the organization or the company pays them to find someone. So their job is to collect resumes that can be easily scanned in their system and build a huge database of potential hirees and potential employees. What's difficult about that is you could not hear for years from a recruiter. Um, and sometimes your resume may get stale and sometimes you need to send in a new resume every six months or every year just to be noticed by a recruiter. And the recruiter really gets paid to place. Um, so the recruiter is not necessarily thinking what's best for you. The recruiter's basically saying, can I place this person and will they stay? And that's very difficult when you have a large database when you have thousands and thousands of people there and maybe a handful of recruiters working on it. Now, by no means am I disparaging recruiters. They, they have a very hard job to do. I've worked with recruiters to hire temporary people. I've worked with recruiters to hire full-time people based on the organization that I was working with. So they are very good at what they do, um, but even they're having a difficult time finding the right people, the right resumes to place people. So they collect them but they have a hard time identifying their strengths and identifying how they will help the companies that hire them. So recruiters are, are really experiencing similar difficulties as hiring managers are as it relates to the quality of resumes because it's very hard to qualify candidates when you have so many resumes and they're all so ambiguous. Now, some people who are looking for work pay money um, to have resumes written uh, to stand out, and I haven't found that to be very effective. Uh, somebody that I've known for a very long time was unemployed for two years. He paid somebody $280 to develop a resume um, that did not get him noticed. Hiring managers were very confused by it. 
The layout was confusing. The top of the resume had his name and address and seven titles that he would want to have, seven. So in that 30-second read that the hiring manager does or a recruiter does, they saw his name, they saw his address, they saw seven job titles, and it was very confusing from there, and that cost them $280 when he's out of work. And that's a lot of money um, when you're not working. So <clears throat> he and I worked together. We, we developed his resume based on uh, the format that Hunger for Success has used for many years, has found some great success by it, um, higher interview rates, higher read rates, and of course, um, you know, more family wage jobs. But what's interesting about the resume that Hunger for Success does, and this is specific to the hiring managers out there, is the resume isn't only used for the hiring manager to qualify a candidate for the right fit. That resume and the response also tells the candidate if it's a right fit. So let me give you an example, one of my own. I sent my resume to an organization that was looking for a fundraiser, and I sent in the resume. My format matches, of course, Hunger for Success. And the executive director wrote back and says, well, it looks like you've done a lot of interim jobs and uh, kind of confused on what you do, so you need to redo your resume. And what that told me was, based on my 30 years experience, based on how my resume has been received by many who hire me, either for consulting or other things, that this wasn't the place for me because that hiring manager really didn't read my resume. They read it very quickly, they didn't understand it, and they didn't understand it, that means they didn't understand me. Because the first part of my resume is my personal mission statement and how long I've been doing things. So that didn't connect with them. And if it didn't connect with them in the beginning, it probably wouldn't connect to them if I worked for them. So that told me that I wasn't a fit. So it's really an advantage with this process that we have is it's, you just don't want to get the first job. You want to get the job that you can stay with. And that's difficult, right? Because if you're looking for a job or you're unemployed, you want a job right away. But with our process, we want you to have a job that you can keep. Now that doesn't necessarily mean it, it takes longer to do, but it does mean it's a process and that we have to apply for a lot of jobs to really understand the field and understand what the fits will be. If we just apply for a couple of jobs a week, it's not enough to really learn and understand what's our best fit. So from the hiring manager's perspective, they're using the resume to qualify you, but their reaction to the resume, if they call you, if they don't call you, um, if they interview you, if they don't interview, I don't want you to take that as a negative. I don't want you to say, God, you know, they didn't call me back and that feels negative. And, and I get it. it. Being ignored is not good on any level. But what I would offer you is a, is a different way to look at it or an additional way to look at it is, hey, they didn't respond because I wouldn't be a good fit there. So if I'm applying for enough jobs a week and there are plenty of jobs out there to apply for, regardless of what field you're in, education you have, there's plenty of jobs out there. The more jobs you apply for, the more you understand where your fit will be. And that's one of the successes of our program is we place people in jobs they love and keep and their family wage and they have benefits and they're full time. 
So that's super important. So sometimes when that hiring manager doesn't call you, it's not just a reflection of who you are. It's really a reflection of who they are. And if you're not a fit, that doesn't make them good or bad. It just means you're not a fit. And you're learning about that in the beginning instead of taking a job, being super happy you have a job, and 90 days later you lose that job because it's not a fit. And that's also very difficult and stressful to go through. And then what your resume looks like is you've had six jobs in a year and a half, and that doesn't look good at all. So there's benefits to uh, having a different take on organizations that don't choose you. Um, And what we encourage hiring managers to do is really look through the resume. And if they don't have enough answers, but you see somebody that has some good experience, we encourage those hiring managers to interview. I know it takes time. I know there's a lot of pressure on their end. But for the hiring managers listening to this podcast, we really encourage you to interview more, not less. Even in an informational interview, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you'll learn more and be able to source candidates better by having one-on-one interactions with people than try to read resumes where most resumes just aren't that good. They're ambiguous, they're not clear, and they're not representative of the candidates themselves. So that gives you a quick perspective from the hiring manager's perspective. It gives you a quick perspective on what recruiters think about and look for. And it also sets you up for the next six podcasts to really understand how this resume that we're going to help you with is different, helps you stand out in the crowd, and not only helps you really identify yourself as a unique, strong individual, but it also gives you the opportunity to... Uh, really qualify the organization that wants to hire you or wants to interview you. Is it a good fit? Is it the right fit? And the more we can learn about the hiring manager, the more we can learn about the organization. And the more we look at their response to what we send in in terms of a resume or other marketing materials like a cover letter, that should tell us something about them. Remember, this is a a two-way street. Not only are we putting ourselves out there because we want that full-time family wage job we can stick with. But that organization, that company, doesn't want to see you go either. They want to keep you. They want you to grow with the company because it's easier, it's cheaper, it's actually more profitable for them to retain people over time. You know, if you talked to me 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, the top two expenses for companies were payroll and marketing. And in the last five years, the top two expenses for organizations are payroll and retention, hiring people and keeping them. So the more we can, hiring managers can qualify the right candidates, the more interviews they take to learn more about people with the right skill set or the right education or experience, the better candidates they'll hire. And that's what we're trying to do with our approach, especially with the resume. We're trying to make it easier for the hiring manager, and we're also trying to make it easier for the candidate to be able to qualify which employer will be best for them. Well, as always, we ask you to send in your comments and questions. You can reach us at our website at www.help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S, dot org. 
Send us your comments and questions, and we can respond to those in future podcasts. Well, this has been another Career Mentor Podcast with Hunger for Success. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. Look forward to listening to you later, and have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved, 2018.